Hello, hello. So I'm sorry it's been a bit, but this is Lauren. I'm drinking coffee and I'm in college. So I'm very excited for today because we're talking about college and kind of a year in review. And I didn't really... Okay, I'm sorry I've been absent. I'll just go back there. The first week I was absent because of midterms. I wanted to focus on academics and I was also just dealing with some things that I was really frustrated about. Last week, or no, yeah, last week was just absolute poop. I was having a terrible time. I've had some crazy things happen with my job. I've had some crazy things. Like, there's been so much craziness, but it's being worked out. Jesus is helping me. He has kind of guided me towards um, another position, opened up a great opportunity in my life, um, and then closed another chapter. So it was sad. It was bittersweet, but I uh, am basically just starting to go back onto where we need to go, you know, mentally, I'm not there, but we're getting there, and we are just straight vibes today, oh my goodness, I have so much energy, I didn't take my meds until like 2 p.m., and I was a little funnier then, so maybe I should have just went off the rails today, but um, that's probably not funny to joke about, take your meds, kids, but yeah, today I'm gonna be talking about my freshman year in college, today I had about Oh, 48 ounces of caffeine, and I am feeling fired up. So we're going to talk about some embarrassing stories in college. I'm going to do a little BuzzFeed quiz, some studies about people in college that get a little serious, but we're going to be raising awareness to some things going on in college that should be talked about, and then finally finishing up with some questions, so it'll be a good one. Now, let's get into it. I guess we're going to be starting out with the embarrassing stories portion. I've got a couple. Some are very on the line to where I don't know if I should share them on this podcast because like, I don't want to invade anyone's privacy if they happen to listen to it, which now you're intrigued and that's exactly the reason why, you know, just to keep you hanging on maybe in future episodes I will. I'm kidding. I probably never will with the story I'm thinking of, but I have other ones about like a drunk girl stroking my leg and stuff. So that's really good. But yeah, so... It was the first week of college, and I was thinking, all right, I need to get out and socialize. That is what I should be doing because, in a safe way, right, because COVID is a thing. And obviously, it's really hard when you don't really have classes in person. I think I had one in person, which is how I made one of my closest, bestest friends in the whole wide world. He's an absolute gem, but we'll get to him. The first week of college, there was this one in-person event on Daisy Hill. And if you don't go to KU or if you aren't familiar with Daisy Hill in general, that is where a lot of the dorms are. And so I decided, hey, I'm going to go there because it was supposed to be a little dance party, social distance, you know, masked up, all of that good stuff. Well, I went with my best friend. Her and I decided to go together because I was not going to that alone and it was my birthday so she gave me macaroons and she's so sweet. I love her. I love you Liz if you're listening. But we go to the social event and it looks like a COVID cluster because a lot of people like there were some who were taking off their mask or not wearing them correctly. So we decide hey we're not really feeling comfortable to go into like the little dance huddle. So we're just going to sit on the stairs for a moment and just chat and catch up with a couple of other people and, you know, do that type of thing. Because it was, I don't know, it was just kind of weird to see that many people at once. So I'm just sitting here, and I think we're in front of this one dorm building, and it's like we're sitting on the stairs that lead to the door of that building, if you can kind of picture that, so on the little ledge. And this one girl is and her friend are stumbling out of 
this door. And I look at her, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what's wrong? Because <laughs> yeah, I don't really see many drunk people. This is one of the first times I've actually witnessed um, a drunk person. I'm not very wild, if you can catch my drift. So I see this girl stumbling out, and she just reeks of e- of alcohol alcohol once she comes out and it was the strongest smell but there also seemed to be something else on her maybe i'm just not used to that alcoholic drink i don't know what they were drinking but it was definitely not something that good and sis was smelling strong of it that's all i can say but she also seemed to be on something else like some drug because it like it was more drunk person-y then a drunk person should act, if that makes sense. It probably doesn't, but I'm so sorry. My friend sent me a text trying to answer it, but we're back to the drunk girl story. So she's stumbling out, right? Yada, yada, yada. And, you know, I don't know. She's having issues, and her friend walks up to me, and we're talking, and her friend is super nice. She's like, yeah, I'm sorry. My friend is super drunk because she's talking about how she... <laughs> how she wants to become a stripper and she's like yeah I would love to like twerk and dance on people and grind this would be so fun and I go haha yeah that'd be funny because what do you say to that you know and I I mean I would I should have said hey girl I'd bust it down with you but I wasn't there at that time right we haven't reached that level with me yet uh, but now I totally just bust it and <laughs> No, I think I'm pretty funny. So then this friend is like, I'm so sorry. She's so drunk, but so is she. She's just a little less drunk. And this girl then decides, oh, I'm going to go talk to this guy. Um, Can you guys look over her? And I'm thinking, bitch, you just met me. Like, what, what do you think? This is not being a good friend. But I say, sure, because I'm a trustworthy individual. And also, I can't say no to things. So it's my fault. And this drunk girl is sits right by me on this stair and at first I'm thinking first of all COVID but I let it slide because you know I'm concerned for this girl because her friend is just leaving her everywhere and I didn't want her to get taken advantage of by some guy because guys are gross guys are scary and I don't know I just I don't trust men and she's sitting by me and telling me about how she wants to like be a stripper and all of this and I, I'm just listening because I'm not that good with social situations. But she apparently thought I was nice. She goes, you are so pretty. And I mean, honestly, I felt a little validated at that moment. So I thought, you know, drunk girl, I kind of like you. You're gorgeous too. And even though I was very uncomfortable. Well, finally, we're having this conversation. And eventually, she starts stroking my leg. And not just like my shin because I was wearing shorts but it was like my thigh and I felt very uncomfortable so I try to naturally get up and act like I'm stretching in this little group because I don't want to raise awareness to be like bitch stop touching my leg and embarrass her because I just I think that'd be really rude especially since she was so drunk to the point that she like girl she was far gone I think this is probably her first time getting drunk um and honestly, if it was my first time getting drunk, well, I, I haven't got drunk before, but I assume that I would probably, like, not know my limit and that it'd just be bad. So, there's no judgment towards this girl, by the way. Um, I'm just glad that she ended up being okay. So, we were in this group with some other people. We were kind of attracting some interesting people. Um, 
otherwise, like, this guy who was starting this one band, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was called something really, really odd. It wasn't, it wasn't great music, but I told him that I'd listen to it and promote his band, and I guess I'm promoting it, but it's not good press, but he didn't say good, um, he didn't say bad press (laughs) was, was not acceptable, so here we are, and as she is, like, after she's drunk my leg and I'm getting up, and there's this one girl who's kind of looking after her and talking about her cats to her and some other thing about, like, stripping. Like, they got into this whole conversation about stripping. So I get up, and finally there's a guy who runs out of the same dorm that we're right in front of, and he has a guy's Trump flag. And then he looks at it, flips everyone off, and then rips it in half. And you may be thinking, oh, that's, like, king shit. Well... It's not, because I'm afraid that old Brock will come out being like, who the hell did this? And I just, I wasn't going to be there to watch that. He, we then hear someone say, hey, get the mother effing lighter. And I decide that's my time when I need to leave. But this girl's friend is coming back, and then the other girl talking about stripping with her is like, I've got this, I'll look after her, so... My friends and I leave because we were not going to be caught up in a situation like that. And I was very scared, to be honest. And I was very stressed out because when I get sensory overload out of stress, I just can't function and I was shutting down. And that was my first real night of college. So you could say I'm really wild. Yeah, that's it. That was that story. It wasn't too embarrassing for me. That was one where it's, I mean, it was more just kind of funny, right? This girl, I hope she's doing well. She's probably killing it, getting her degree. And honestly, you know, if I was drunk, I'd probably... I don't know if I would be an emotional drunk or or what I would be. But I'm not someone who tends to because that's not really my style. I'm pretty clean cut and I just don't really have a desire to. But that was what happened. And it it wasn't one that was like a drinking party because it was school sponsored. So obviously, you know, it would have been just something that happened in the dorm. So that's crazy stuff that happens at KU. And then my second embarrassing story is... (laughs) This one is actually embarrassing for me. I'm not even going to lie to you. (laughs) Very, very... Mm. I hate myself. So on this day, I was going to get some coffee with one of my friends. And it was like this cute place on campus called McLean's. And I was wearing this short skirt. So I decided to wear spandex because I can never wear just underwear under my skirt. I just, it doesn't feel right to me, especially in the summer. I don't know. I feel more comfortable with spandex. That's what I wear. I don't even know why I'm telling you about my undergarments, but that's what I'm doing right now. And I'm so spastic today. I am so sorry. And so I walk around campus. I've got my little spandex and my skirt. But the thing about the skirt is it's short and my spandex are kind of longer than they should have been. And so as I'm walking up a hill, you can probably see... (laughs) my spandex speaking out, but I didn't know this at the time, right? And so I go a whole day, I go get coffee, I have, you know, I study for a class in the library. So I'm on campus from about 10am to about 3pm that I see green just right there in the open. And that's the color of my spandex. They were this like kind of cool camo green, you know, I looked like I could kick someone's butt. 
But I look down and I realize that my skirt has risen higher to where it's like in the on my belly button. And that means it's even shorter looking, but really you can just see my spandex, but they kind of look like underwear-y in the way that like they look, you know, with, with how the skirt made them look and the way that it was. So people probably thought that I was just walking with some underwear out all around campus and I didn't even know because it was so hot and I was walking up and I was so stressed and it was, I just am a mess. And I thought I was all cute. I thought, oh yeah, some guy's gonna fall in love with me today. But yes, the last story is one about that ended up making a best friend out of it. So obviously, no harm, no foul. (laughs) But I, well, I guess I gotta start in the beginning. So I had one in person class my first semester, and it was political theory. So there was this guy who's sitting near me, and I thought, I want to say hi to him, but I don't know how. And so he had this really cool jacket on. And I decided to walk up to this friend, or not friend yet in the story, but later friend. And as we're walking out the little two doors um, of the class, I say, hey, you know, cool jacket. Just like that. Kind of nerdy, but kind of cute and sweet and innocent, you know, just with a little bit of flair. And... He goes, oh, thank you so much. And it was the most genuine thank you. I just, it made me feel all warm inside. I thought, oh, I really do need to befriend you. So I didn't think much of it. And then I'm scrolling through Snapchat that, oh, I think it's a a couple weeks later. And he is on my Snapchat story because one of my friends from high school happened to be rooming with him. And so I swipe up on a story and go, oh my gosh, that kid is in my class because he's hitting himself in the head with a baguette. And he asked for my Snapchat so then we became friends so he could have a friend in the class. And then we decided to carpool because um, it just made it easier for him. And then I, I'm from out of town. It was a little out of my way, but at the same time, like, I don't know, it was a great way to make a friend. And that, it was one of the best parts of my semester I would always look forward to Monday and Wednesdays because of this friend and it's the first time I'm driving him around um to where I park for that class so it's um it's it's a little weird with how Lawrence streets are there's lots of one ways and it's a whole mess and I am not used to navigating my way around it despite having lived very close to that city for years and so I get very nervous with new people and I can't really speak well and I try to focus on having solid conversation but the issue is because I'm a little socially awkward to make sure I'm not being awkward I almost focus too much on the conversation and then can't focus on whatever else I'm doing. That's why I like things like coffee or not really uh, I don't know things that I don't have to be doing like I can just focus on the person and have a conversation while getting to know someone. But you can't do that when you're driving or you might get in a car wreck. I didn't in this story, by the way. That's not where this is going, just to warn you. Or, well, that's better. So I pick him up and we're driving through some of the streets. But I I need a GPS because I get so nervous talking to new people. And so (laughs) we have the GPS going because of weird one-way streets. Well, I take the wrong one. And then we get a little lost and then... It takes more time to get there. So it ends up that I make this person that I've just newly befriended. This is the first time really meeting me late for class. And I feel so bad because I'm thinking, this kid will never want to be my friend. He'll like see me in class and think, oh, that's a really 
jerk girl that, you know, made me late, but is totally calm. Everything that I'm not, by the way, just a lot more laid back than me. And so, you know, he's just, he's calm. He's like, hey, it's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna get there. It doesn't matter. So we're five minutes late to the class. The professor did not care. But yeah, we sit down and then now we're really close friends. We, I drove him to class every day and we hang out all the time and we're great friends. So this is like one of the best friends I, Jesus has ever given me. And friends with this whole friend group now and so I've been indoctrinated into that friend group but they're all wonderful people that I'm so thankful for they all make me so happy so through him I got introduced to some wonderful people and I cannot be more thankful so yeah that's that story and that is the last of the semi-embarrassing stories so it ends in a very light-hearted wholesome way and I really like that about that little story now we're gonna go on to the quiz portion though because this is gonna be good um, so I know it's weird, but we can guess your college major based on how you make it through a Zoom class. So let's see if BuzzFeed can, of course, guess. Where are you taking your Zoom class? In bed, in the kitchen, in the living room, at a desk, in the backyard, or by the beach? Um, well, sometimes I listen to my lectures at the gym and then I just don't turn my camera on. It's kind of like a podcast. It makes me focus more. But I would say I do in the living room most of the time. Pick a food to prepare while listening in on your class. Pasta, salad, popcorn, french fries, chicken nuggies, or salmon. Probably popcorn because that's like my snack food. And the teacher's internet cuts out and now you're the host of the Zoom. What do you do? Ask people about their thoughts on Dancing with the Stars. Kick out people that you don't like. Oh, that'd be a really fun one. I wish I could do that. Nothing. Leave the Zoom. Introduce everyone to your pet. Or put yourself in a breakout room with your friends. So I would say it's probably, it's probably nothing. I wish I would have the energy to kick out people that I don't like because there are definitely people that annoy me in some of my Zooms, but I'm not going to do that because I'm too chicken. So I'm going to go with nothing. Pick a drink to help you get through the class. Hot chocolate, tea, mimosas, soda, water, or smoothie. First of all, I'm not really a mimosa gal um, because I don't drink. <laughs> I'm not of age and I just, I don't. I'm going to say water because I don't really like hot chocolate. I like herbal tea, but I only have that when I'm, I don't know, when I'm sad or stressed. Um, and I mean, not that I'm not those two things during class, but I don't have the energy sometimes. The teacher's rambling about something unrelated to class. Pick an activity to pass the time. Do homework for a different class, go online shopping, text your friend who's in the same class, look at memes, play with your pet, or leave the Zoom. Um, definitely play with my pet. I love Lola Bear. Um, um not, yay. <laughs> but lastly, the teacher called you out for not having your video on. What's your excuse? Um, I was in the bathroom. I had to help my parents out with something. I had to take my dog outside. My Wi-Fi cut out. I'm having a bad hair day or I didn't notice because I was taking notes. Uh, that's simpy. But it would probably be I was in the bathroom because what? Who's going to tell you you can't do that? They think I'm a finance major. That is ridiculous. Get out. I'm a political science major. Clowns. But yeah. That is that quiz. So, I don't know. I'm okay with my results. I think we'll skip the other one because, well, we'll do it later. All right, we're going to go into the next quiz. I think I'm going to do this tomorrow because I'm too tired. It is getting late. It's 10 p.m. I'm kidding. No, I just, 
My throat hurts, honestly. All right, I lied when I said I'd finish this tomorrow. I'm just gonna finish the quiz portion tomorrow or the little, I don't know, article portion because I like completing a section. It would really bother me if I didn't break it down in a logical way for filming. So that's what we're doing. But the next article is on student life of the Odyssey and 10 things political science majors are tired of hearing by Addie Saints. And this is from 2017. So we'll see if it's outdated or not and what my opinions are because I am a political science major. I'm so credible. Um, one is what kind of job can you even get with that degree anyway? I do hate that. I had a family member ask me that before and I thought, well, first of all, I am going for a law degree in political science is perfect as pre-law. So I don't know what you're getting at, sir. <sighs> no, it's fine. Um, my uncle is a very sweet man. Uh, I think at first he was just kind of confused as to like what political science applied to. Or like I think he thought pre-law was a legit thing. But honestly, it was solved. So it doesn't annoy me that much. It was just kind of a knee-jerk reaction of, oh, thanks. Um, two is, so you're just going to become a politician, right? I think that's cute. Old people always tell me that, like, at um, my work, or at my old job, I guess now, and I just, it was flattering, because I thought, you have much more faith in me than I do. Three is political science isn't even a science. Okay, I don't ever get that one. I just make fun of my engineering major friends and say, yeah, I'm more science than you, because... I have science in the name. That's from my friend Alec, by the way, the friend I mentioned in the car story. Um, so please, he gets the credit for that joke. Four is, hmm, did you decide to major in this after binge watching, insert law, political show? First of all, that is misspelled. It said inset instead of insert, so very credible article. Now, but no, um, I've never got that one at all. Five is, so as a poli-sci major, what are your political leanings? I don't mind that um, too much. I like talking politics, but if the person is actually willing to have a good discussion about it, I also hate when political science majors, like, don't, I don't treat people stupid. I don't like that either. So I get annoyed with my own and, and other people. Um, six is, can you fill me in on American politics? I'm so clueless right now. I've never been told that, but I mean, I think that I would appreciate that, but again, the person has faith in me. Seven is you. Why would you want to work for the government? No one's told that to me. Eight is are you going to try to be president one day? Again, I think that's cute. One of my co-workers at my old job, he was um, a part of the custodial staff, and he was an older gentleman, and he would always ask that to me, and I just kind of thought it was adorable. I think, I don't get why people get so annoyed over everything. Nine is politics is so boring. Why would you torture yourself like that? I've had a guy tell me that. Um, not the why would you torture yourself, but that honestly doesn't annoy me because not everyone is going to be into politics. It's kind of ridiculous to expect people to be. I mean, obviously it touches about all of our lives in some way or another, but... I don't know, I don't feel the need to convince people to get into politics. That's not my job. <laughs> 10 is when debating with someone who gets their news off a Facebook post, dude, calm down. Um, that's not told to me, but I, <laughs> I am very passionate about debating, but I also am 
like I believe in civility within those discussions as well because I believe that's how you can maybe make someone consider a different position so yeah that's my opinions as a political science major Alrighty, guys, so this is about two weeks later, but I've just been dealing with some mental health things, but I thought I'd come back to this episode because I really did like what I'd filmed. I just wanted to finish it when I was feeling a little better, but we're doing great. It's a Tuesday. It is 11.27 p.m. We are up late and vibing, so we're going to be talking about some scientific studies about college. The first report is a report released by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and quote... Um, the pandemic's effects on mental health identified that a disproportionate number of 18 to 24-year-olds, about one quarter of those surveyed, had seriously considered suicide in the past 30 days. A separate study by the students' experience in the research university found that students are screening positive for depression and anxiety at higher rates than previous years. Despite this data, students have said the pandemic has made it harder to access mental health care. All right, end quote. This is from InsideHigherEd.com, by the way. I can definitely relate to this, which is ironic considering I just said I was coming from a a mental health issue. But yeah, I think a lot of the time, you know, colleges should be more inclusive when it comes to students with mental health issues, especially when it comes to depression, anxiety, and even things that aren't as talked about, like BPD or bipolar disorder, whatever, like certain ones are definitely more stigmatized than others. But As someone who deals with depression and anxiety, I've just felt my motivation when it comes to going to class and classwork is just dwindled, to be honest with you. And dang, I can't tell a joke right now because this is a very serious subject. And then I'm not going to comment on the part of the study where it talks about suicide because those numbers should stand on its own. It's, It's horrifying and I think colleges need to do more to reach out to students and make sure they're all right and... Even professors and GTAs that probably aren't getting the amount of support that they need during this time. But I've definitely noticed that during COVID, being a student has been very difficult, especially as a freshman. I'm already kind of in this adjustment period and next year will feel more like um, an adjustment too because I'll finally be in person. Going back to a slightly more normal life is going to be weird, but... Yeah, it's really frustrating just to see how specifically my college has been when it comes to mental health. And, you know, I think a lot of the time people aren't as understanding. And I've had a lot of professors be very kind, or I say a lot, one, be very kind. But I've also had another GTA or another person who has not been as understanding when I had to go to a therapy appointment or had to, you know, deal with those type of things to where... I I don't think it should be stigmatized. I think, you know, if I'm doing my work, I'm keeping up with it. Everything is online. And that's just what's frustrating is, you know, that lack of flexibility I've noticed this semester. But two, um, this is an article from Research Education, or no, ncsl.org. And this is talking about how online instruction has affected students. Quote, 
The move to online-only classes for instruction prompted concerns about the quality of educational instruction provided remotely. Previous studies have warned that student performance, particularly for students who are already academically struggling, can seriously suffer in online courses. Other research has found that up to 20% of college students have issues accessing effective technology, including working laptops and reliable high-speed internet. So yes, I think this is also an issue that we need to be talking about more. I am an off-campus student, of course. I say of course. Um, maybe people didn't know that. Probably a lot of people if you don't know me or, yeah, you just don't know every aspect of my life, you know? So, but point being is I've had technical difficulties when it comes to my webcam and thankfully I live very close to the college that I go to. However, it's enough of a drive to where I can't just drive and go to the tech support and get a webcam. Like there's just, it's very inconvenient as a working student and sometimes being expected to do so by professors. It's like, do you not realize that I don't live on campus? I'm an off-campus student. I work 25 hours. Like, and my camera doesn't work, but I'm still in your Zoom. I'm still participating. Why do I have the possibility of getting, you know, reprimanded for that. That really annoys me. That's the T, right? But they're mostly very understanding professors. Um, I don't want to get canceled over this or have KU find this and be like, oh, we hate you. We're not having you here anymore because I love KU. Overall, I've ha had a wonderful experience and I feel like the professors are doing really well when it comes to adjusting to Zoom and the quality of discussions I get in one of my classes. Um, it's about, you know, political theory and all of that. I think they're doing great. I feel like I'm talking so fast today. I'm just in a really good mood because I just FaceTimed a really great person and they just put me in a great mood. You know, they're just a very positive influence on my life despite not living that close to me, which kind of stinks a rule, but you know, whatever. I don't even know if I took my medicine today. Maybe that's part of my reasoning. Like I just feel like I'm going back and forth, back and forth, and a little anxious, but just a little manic. <laughs> I don't even know where I went. But I kind of want to keep this in because I think it's funny. You see my train of thought. But yeah, I think, you know, accessibility when it comes to technology is kind of rough right now. And then the quality of instruction, it depends on the professor, I think, and the amount of resources they're given. But I've noticed that the GTAs have been just on par this semester. They're amazing. And I feel like I've get, got the most love and support from GTAs more so than some of the professors, which I guess many people wouldn't as much expect, but I've been very thankful for the GTAs, and the professors are still wonderful, but um, there have been specifically the GTAs who have just been so understanding, so kind when it comes to those technical difficulties, and they really seem to understand what it's like to be a student. And then three, this is the last little fun fact we're talking about. I say fun, it's actually kind of sad um campustechnology.com says quote as students adjust to the reality of their college life during a pandemic the majority 71 percent are having trouble staying focused on their coursework according to a fall 2020 survey uh end quote so i can relate to this i'm just not someone who can pay attention as well online although there are some classes that have specifically been you know catered to to students um, who struggle with that to make them more engaging, more participation. But I think also I wish that professors you're offering, you just do it completely asynchronous as well. Or colleges like 
because Zoom fatigue is so real and I'm experiencing that. So that's another fun fact, Aru. Um, I really hope that things are going to be better for the class of 2021 in high school, that the high school ones, um, because I want them to be able to have a good first year of college, <laughs> considering their senior year was a little bit wrecked. And I would like one, you know, for me as well, as I guess I'll technically be a junior according to credits, but man, I just, I feel like some of my memories are being robbed and that kind of stinks. So it's great. It's all good. I don't know why I'm acting this way tonight. I, I can't tell you what my issue is. Now we're going to go into the question portion where we ask some spicy questions. Um, some of these aren't even that spicy, but they're fun. Um, how do you put yourself out there to make friends? I forgot who asked this and now I don't have the account on it. I, I put names behind some of them and then not all of them and I just think I'm poopy for doing so. I put myself out there to make friends. Actually, I don't. It's the funny thing. I stumble upon friendships. I am not one to specifically be like, hey guys, I'm gonna make a friend today. But I think just leaving this sounds so silly, but comments on people's Instagram posts um, through KU Class of 2024 was kind of what I did, and add people on Snapchat, start snapping them. I definitely learned how to socialize in a very digital age, and then I could curate kind of my space as to when I wanted to speak to people, when I didn't, and then um, obviously right now I'm just kind of swamped, so my social life is not great currently, but I'm still trying to stay in contact with the people I very much so appreciate in my life um, and can, you know, have time for right now. It really stinks when you're so busy, but yeah, I, a lot of it has been very much so social media that's helped me, surprisingly. And then just being kind to others on campus as well. When I did have an in-person class, like I literally, as I said, you know, I complimented someone's jacket and then we became besties, so... I would say that's a pretty big win, and also probably Jesus helped me out with that because he knew I'm really awkward, but I'm an introvert, and I even was able to make friends, so just join something or do something that, you know, makes you happy, or even at your work, branch out. I know some people have opinions about our coworkers, your friends, but I think you can make some of your friends, especially I know a girl who goes to KU who worked at my old job, so, and we're going to be pals, so that's a good thing. Question number two is, any time for dates? From The name is Q. So, <laughs> I, this is funny. I do not go on many dates. Um, I've only went on two dates this year, and it was, like, with one person. Didn't really work out, but it's okay. It's fine. <laughs> no, I seriously mean that. It's okay. Um, I don't really waste time on dates that I know are not going to go anywhere. And that sounds bad, but sometimes like I just have learned to trust my gut. And if a date is not working out or if I really feel more friend energy towards someone, I don't feel the need to go on a date because I look at relationships as something that is a long-term investment. And I don't want to just do anything like for a hookup or anything. That's just not me. And I, I view relationships as something very sacred and to really value the person. I just, I'm not into the whole hookup culture thing. That's cool if 
anyone else's, but I don't, the question was any time for dates, and here I am going on a tangent about hookup culture, but long story short, if I want to go on a date, I will make time, um, I will work my hardest to, if it's someone that I am very much so attracted to, and want to get to know and see if I'm interested and have initial interest with, but if I don't see that, I'm not going to go on a date because I'm a busy girl and yeah, I'm just very busy. And so, yeah, that's my answer. Two is, or no, three, I can't count guys. How do you juggle work, school, and having fun? Emily Crowley, I love you. Um, bold of you to assume I have fun. So Lola, okay, you're squirming around. I don't have much of a social life right now. It's mostly work, school, and working out currently. Um, and with that, I would say I'm not doing well at juggling that, to be honest with you. You know, school, I always make sure I'm on top of my assignments. I have a certain time designated in the day, and I plan it out of when to work on it. And then work, you know, I mean, I just try to, you know, get shifts and prepare for that I took a job a lot closer to me which has been a good thing because I worked somewhere 30 minutes away from me and that was just not good um that commute really took out a big chunk of my day like an hour and a half total hour hour and a half total of driving a day is just not it and especially for a college student like I need time to do homework so it gave me a little more time just made it a lot more manageable Four is, has a classmate or professor made you angry yet? What's your worst experience? This is from my pal, Zach. Um, yes. So I've had a professor that has frustrated me, but not really in a memorable way, just in a way that irked me. But overall, I mean, okay, COVID's hard, so I'm not, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Has a class, I get mad at my classmates for very stupid reasons. Like, most people that I've come into contact with are very wonderful people and like and we're all just students trying to fly by you know but there's this one guy who I don't want to get canceled I'm very scared that someone will like find this like I don't like talking mean about people but he just like cuts me off in all these discussions and it gets really annoying because when I want to participate okay, come on, just, like, let me talk, you know, I hardly talk in this class, you don't go on this big, pretentious rant, I'm just like, hey, shh, let me go, but I can't do that, it's just, like, being a girl in political science classes is sometimes just very annoying when you get the brads and chads that just want to talk over you, and then the next question, it was, what was the most shocking, um, this is from Molly, and this is about college, I would say the fact that I was able to make friends, like, easier than I thought. I thought I was, I don't know, too shy to be able to make friends, which sounds sad, but I I have a very, like, I don't have the best self-image. Like, I can act confident, but I would say I am not as confident as I portray myself in general. I say as I have a podcast and, like, listening to myself talk. That's, mm. but it sounds bullshit, but, it, like, I'm being serious with you. And so the fact that I was able to make friends that you know, support me and love me and are so positive in my life. I, it was shocking to me, but definitely in a good way. And then what's one non-academic thing that surprised you? This is from um, Mrs. Collins. <laughs> and 
I would say probably the, I don't know, the culture around partying and all of that. Like, I've heard about KU being a party school, but until you see some of the things on our bar stool, it's just kind of wild. And I just, it's like a whole new world. I haven't been exposed to this world yet um, because of COVID. I have not went to a party However, just seeing some of the things on Barstool, I'm like, this is, this is wild and this is something that, I mean, I knew existed. I read these YA novels and in high school, but I mean, this is mm, a little, little crazy. Pog or not Pog, and this is from Dracolix, <laughs> also known as Natalie. I don't know, I don't know what the whole Pog thing is. I know it's kind of derived from streaming but I only know that because I looked it up I don't know I don't know about the pog and then Vic2135 says what's your favorite class I am mm, currently I hate everything right now to be honest with you um and I would say poll 644 just for the discussion and that's basically a class where we just discuss justice and a democratic society like surrounding policies and how we think it should be delivered specifically in the criminal justice system is what I worked on in my project however I haven't been able to give as much time to that class and then my grade is not (laughs) where I want it to be in it which kind of sucks but it's a really high level class so I I knew it would be a struggle as a freshman to take a class in the 600s but I wish I would have taken it later because I think maybe I would have gotten even more out of it if I would have had it in person. But no, my professor is really wonderful. He's brilliant. So I love listening to his lectures. Logan, otherwise known as Bill Slayer, is college easier or harder than high school? It is harder academically, um, especially when it comes to mental health. I am, it's tough. However, both are kind of different experiences in their own ways. Like, your worries in high school are very valid to be, like, and your frustrations are very valid. So, I hate it when college students will be like, you're only in high school, so your problems don't matter. It's not true. It's just very different. So, it just kind of depends on the person, I think. And then, Grace Woods asked, was was KU what you thought it would be? Best and worst moments. So... The first question, I would say it's not what I thought it would be as my, like, you know, 17-year-old self who says, I'm going to KU, I got my acceptance letter and everything, because I didn't think of COVID and all of that, but on another note, I think um, post-realization that COVID was a thing, um, March of 2020, I would say it's exceeded my expectations, uh, because I did not expect to make the friends I have and have the experiences I've had. My best moments, I would say probably the moment I met, you know, Zach and Alec and Natalie and, you know, I want to reconnect with my friend Alex, uh, Alex T and Ash, like, that was a wonderful friend group that I have been blessed with. And I, um, <laughs> the Halloween little thing I went to with them, we explored this, oh, this like abandoned war thing. And that was so fun. Like, it, it it's not an activity I, I would usually think I do. 
but I just had the best of times that day and I felt just very loved and I get like emotional talking about them because they're just such wonderful people and like I I just kind of ask myself every day like wow you really let me have this like to God so that's been great it is sappy but I love y'all if you listen. Um, in my worst moments, probably when I dry heaved in a parking lot um, and had a mental breakdown at the gym. That's embarrassing, but, <clears throat> you know, just vibes up here. Why do I do that? Whenever I talk about something that upsets me, I, I like to cut myself off and just say, just vibes. <laughs> it's not healthy. Don't do that. But yeah, this is the episode. If you enjoyed it, please, please like and subscribe. No, um, yeah, just please stay engaged, share it with your friends. And I do have a TikTok, so you could follow that. It's Cold Brew Lauren, where I make lifting videos. Follow my Instagram. I think it's LaurenL5876. So yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful day whenever you're listening to this. And I'm surprised I'm even this awake at 11.48 p.m. But I'm Lauren, and I like coffee, and I'm in college.